We want our coffee in the lobby. We watch our worship on the screen. We got a rock star preacher who won't wake us from our dreams. We want our blessings in our pockets. Yes, you are in. Keep plugging away. I love it. Pursuing truth, getting real, what works in life and what doesn't. Opposites. You would think with opposites, we would run away, right? That fits in with uh, irreconcilable differences. If you really study most couples, the ones that get along and are the strongest, a lot of times they are opposites. Yes. So that's where we go today. Thanks for joining. It's got to start right here. It's got to start right now. Opposites Attract, Chapter 20 from the audiobook Every Marriage is Flawed. Speaking of irreconcilable differences, just want to add that word in one more time. Well, that means opposites work against each other. Truth, we choose. We do have the power whether to let those differences become irreconcilable. We choose whether to change from abusive or destructive behavior to healthy and loving behavior. We also choose to embrace and actually benefit from certain differences. Study any successful couple relationship and you will note that they can be very, very different. Each person brings certain strengths and weaknesses to a relationship. And often, more often than not, the other side counters the weaknesses with strengths. And when you really think about it, it is a brilliant design. It explains most companies that are successful, most teams that are successful, that certain strengths come together for the greater whole and to make up for the weaknesses in other areas. Some kick better, some throw better, some are better at numbers and accounting, some are better at selling. Catch my drift? And for those of you that are married, you know that side of your spouse that drives you totally crazy. And when I say crazy, in a frustrating way. Well, as the saying goes, opposites attract. And truth be told, most of what my spouse brings to the table that does rub me the wrong way is truly what I need. So picking on myself some more. What do I need? Um, definitely organization. <laughs> definitely attention to detail. Getting things done right and getting things done um, right away versus procrastination. Bottom line, I, uh, I'd be like the worst engineer in the world. 
<laughs> truly. You probably can tell by some of this production of this podcast. But I, that's not my strength. And in in yeah, curious to know how many get this one. The I always call Lenny the the the, the grandpa from Christmas Vacation. And if you haven't seen that movie, teed up, queued up for your upcoming holiday season. It's excellent. But in there, the grandpa points out how the little lights aren't twinkling. The attention to detail. It's something that I definitely lack. And for those deeper, isn't it interesting that God designed us to marry a spouse spouse with some opposite strengths? The strengths that can drive you crazy, but you actually need and don't believe in God? Well, as I said before, thanks for making it even this far. Just simply study every marriage and observe as you get to know each person later. Observe how the opposites attract. That is fascinating to me. And on the surface, they may, well, they, they seem like they have everything in common. But ask a married person that has been married long enough. What drives them crazy about their spouse in a, in a frustrating way? Then ask the other side. You'll see the opposites. And not all may be good, uh, but I guarantee each side has strengths that the other needs. One side's outgoing and can help um, thrive in those social settings. And some just like to chill Maybe they're more introverted, but they can help balance and keep things under control versus running around and people-pleasing all the time. Some know how to have fun better, but some know how to be responsible, setting budgets and things that we need so we can afford more fun. You get where I'm going? It's just fascinating how that design works. And by the way, okay, for for the... um, for any atheist or, or agnostic out there, then is that random or, or destiny? And to me, that is clearly design or at least benefit of design. And of course, destiny. Whether you realize it or not, it's very common to be attracted to something that's going to make you stronger. So, Question, questions for your couch time, your quality time, your date night, your couples group. Here you go. This can be fun. These can be fun, especially in a group setting. So which of your strengths of your spouse fortify your weaknesses? Now, you might need to think about that a little bit. need to write down some of you. It's immediate. It probably just depends how long you've been married and how long you've been together that this will come out. Really, you just got to think about what you don't do so well that your spouse seems to do extremely well. Pause and reflect. Number two, how do your love languages line up? Same order. And that that's in a previous chapter, so you might need to back up to get that. Otherwise, just uh, search love languages. It's a free online quiz. It basically shows you how you like to be loved. It shows how your spouse or significant other appreciates receiving love. And there are different ways. Some are acts of service. Some are words and touch. And again, some you're better at 
some of your spouse is better at, but check out that order. How do your love languages line up compared to your spouse or significant other? Odds are they're going to be different. And odds are what's most important to your spouse is probably not what you're as good at. So you need to work a little bit harder. There's a little hint. Pause and reflect. Number three, we talked about the importance of writing letters and little notes maybe to put under a pillow. And again, that really depends on if, if that's as important to someone in their love language. But I, I actually find even if it's not number one or two, it just, it usually works. It, it, at least if you haven't done it for a while, a card or a, or a note under the pillow. But as I ramble on, number three, whether it's in a note, or just face-to-face, or even better in front of a group. Again, it's, that's usually, we don't do enough of that, by the way. Recognizing the what is special about your spouse or your significant other. When you do it in front of a group, that is very affirming, whether it's family or friends. Let them know what their strengths are, and especially what you're thankful for coming out of those strengths. That is a wonderful affirmation exercise. Pause and reflect. Wraps it up for this chapter, this episode. See, short and sweet. This isn't that bad, right? It can be interesting. It's what you make of it with your spouse. And thank you for sharing. And if you haven't, would you share with a marriage that you or a couple you just care most about? And tackle those questions. Those ones will be good ones to do as a group. And as for what's coming up, Chapter 21, we're going to inspect the roots of small town USA and what was working and perhaps what didn't. Then we're going to take a larger, bigger social economic look at, um, well, the United States namely, and something called narcisside and how that fits in to this whole book about marriage. It will hopefully make more sense once you hear it. So anyway, planning to see on that. Thanks again for checking this out. If you have any comments, any questions, let us know. Um, best way to contact us is through the frydudes.com platform on the contact us page. All right, now go serve, love one another, be wise enough to recognize the strengths of the one you love, the one you've chose to be with, and may they do the same with you.